Did you know at Kroger, shopping online with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store? Same low prices, same personalized deals, same rewards, with no hidden fees or markups on your same family favorites, like Honeycrisp apples and pasta sauce. The only difference is you don't have to put on shoes. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restrictions apply. See site for details. K360 Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a J360 Mini Bite, hosted by J.M. Brady, and I am your host, J.M. Brady. So what's been happening, ladies and gentlemen? Everything going all right? <laughs> wow, has it really been a whole week since the last Mini Bite? I think it has. And we're almost about to wrap up July, so that's good. You know, because I'm ready to go back to college and take care of some serious business. Yeah, I start in August. Um, other than that, though, uh, damn. So, hmm, <laughs> been an interesting few days, hasn't it? You know, what with the uh, slate of Phase 4 regarding the Marvel Universe, and... Uh, let me ask you guys, okay? The Lion King. Good movie, bad movie... Or something we all knew that was coming, but we didn't expect to be polarized as much. Isn't it something how one huge company eats all the other companies, becomes bigger, gives you some sources of entertainment that you know the name of, but you just don't feel fulfilled when you look at it. You know the hype, but then at the same time you're like, yeah, no. You know... It's it's amazing, because, see, we all knew the Lion King movie was coming. We all knew that Disney was going to go ahead and take their shot at many things. Which is ironic, because, you see, some of these live-action things that they do, they're either hit or miss. But it's funny that everybody talks about the way the Lion King is, regarding the photorealistic CGI lions, and that there's little to no emotion being shown. I'm sure it's there, but you got to really really try to find it in a way or just hear it in the way that the voices come from it. Yet at the same time, look back at the Jungle Book and tell me how the hell did that succeed so well? You know, and and maybe to a point you could say because Mowgli was there and Mowgli was like our way into the jungle and how he experiences things. Maybe you can go with that, but you see... It's made by the same people who did The Jungle Book, if you think about it. I mean, we all knew this was coming. Of course, there's nobody, uh, no humans in The Lion King anyway. So, hmm. Yeah, yeah, how did we get to this point, right? (laughs) But don't worry about it, though. A lot of y'all didn't like Aladdin either, so I can only imagine, you know, where we go from here. But Mulan's coming. Mulan's coming. This might be the one that actually wins everybody over. See, for me, I'll always love The Lion King. I'll love The Lion King even if it ripped off Akimba the White Lion, which is things that you really shouldn't talk about. But let's do that anyway. You see, <laughs> uh, when I got one of them remaking it, I wanted to see how it would, how it would go. And it made a pretty nice tech demo. I don't have a problem with it. Now, does it hold a candle to the original one? Hell no. 
But you can easily say the same thing for any of these movies coming, because obviously, even though you're all voicing your opinions about it, and there are good opinions, though some of y'all have some have some moments where it's like, hey, it's stuff we already know. The thing is, they're not going to slow down anytime soon on this, because you got Maleficent on deck too. That's coming out October of this year. And you also have Cruella. Yeah, origin story for Cruella DeVille from 101 Dalmatians coming December 23rd next year. You got Peter Pan coming. And then I guess there's a spinoff for that called Tink. So that's dealing with Tinkerbell. That's to be announced. Uh, Sword in the Stone, because apparently y'all don't watch Excalibur. And Pinocchio, because that hasn't been done before with a real-life Pinocchio. Matter of fact, there was a movie that was made where Geppetto was Pinocchio. And it was still called Pinocchio. It's a foreign film, but it still happened. And here's uh, Rose Red, which is, in a way, a spinoff of Snow White. And then, of course, hey, those of you that like Cinderella, well, you get to see what the prince's point of view was because Prince Charming's movie is coming. And this is all based off of this article here on Time Magazine. Of course, you also have that one that really got people talking, which was The Little Mermaid. Yeah, you know, see, I don't need to be aware of Trump's racism because I get to see the common person's racism. (laughs) I get to see all of that stuff come out. But here's the beautiful part, and this is a little tie into the J-Man show, because why not? Never call a racist a racist. You know why? Because they will try their damnness doing racist stuff to go ahead and prove to you that they're not racist. It's like one way or another. Hey, just because I say and do all these things doesn't make me a racist. I can't handle that idea. Don't call me that. Don't call me that. Then why you keep doing this stuff? You know what I'm saying? What What is it about a fictional character that is half woman and half fish that got you so aroused, man? You know what I'm saying? Could be any color it wants to be. And I'm sure that we all threw enough stones at this, but hey, you know what? It might be a damn good movie. If they don't go from shot to shot like technically The Lion King did in a way. But at the same time, it's like the cast is phenomenal. I mean, it might be a strong build for this. And at the end of the damn day, she's got to lose her voice in order to get with her man. Unless they find a way to change that up too. And I'm sure they will, because apparently, you know, when it comes to certain relationships and how people go about getting in those relationships, real world sorely misses the point about it. Of course, at the end of the day, you don't have to try to please heteros. You need to go ahead and try to please the LBGTQA community about everything. You know, because you got to shoehorn that in, which is why, like, I was excited about Thor 4, but, you know, now I'm starting to get a lot more details about Thor 4. It's like, who in the hell is this movie for? I mean, if anything, why don't you just make it Valkyrie's movie instead of Thor? Isn't Thor off-world? You know, make it be about Valkyrie and Jane, and try to turn it into something like Thelma and Louise in a way, and go with that sort of scenario if you really want to. Because right now, I think I think they even had Lady Sif, didn't... Jamie Alexander respond that she wanted to be the queen to Valkyrie's king. Which at the same time, I would kind of like to see that. That's, that's kind of hot. And don't think I'm being perverse saying that because guess what? That's what you all want. It seems like the mainstream media in general is all about this crap now. Like I said, they don't want to tell you things that are necessary or natural or, you know, go ahead and present it out there and you fill in the blanks yourself until they follow up with more, 
you know, more information. Oh, no, no, no. See, that old form of media is gone. This form of media now, it's more or less becoming how BuzzFeed was becoming. And guess what? It has to be all about, you know, enticing the id and telling you stuff like, oh, yeah, we're going to have every superhero gay. And we're going to go ahead and try to make it not about saving the world, not about being an example of what people could be. No, 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 no. We, we, we do not want good versus evil. We do not want character development to hell with that. Nah, we want everybody having full-on bloated sex with each other and in the end, having the gay old time too. And you know, at the end of the day, it's like there's nothing wrong with that, but I'll be honest with you. As somebody who lives in the real world and see what goes on in the real world, see, <laughs> you can talk to most gay people and you can talk to a most transgender or whatever. When they're in relationships, it's no different than a straight person's relationship. Let's just deal with somebody. Like I said, once again, a relationship is where you are coexisting with another person in a way of trying to make it through life. And, you know, you're having romance and relations with each other to the point where, you know, you coexist. You're making a family unit to a point. You know, some people are fortunate enough to get married, which is a whole nother fight in itself. But at the end of the damn day, when you see how far those people go, they, like they don't argue with each other, like they don't pick fights with each other, like there's no disagreements at all, right? Like they don't go through the same struggles and risks, like dealing with X problems and all that crazy stuff. Oh, no, 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 right? Because, you know, it just doesn't happen for them. And I'm sure you all can see that hole in that argument because they go through the same amount of problems that anybody else goes through. And as far as, as far as I'm concerned, trying to, I, I don't know what the SJW rhetoric is all about anymore, because it seemed to be imploding amongst itself. It's like that one-sided argument that has no place in anything, more straws coming up, and even if they did win, they lose. You know what I mean? You're not going to achieve anything out of this, just by making it more confusing. As a matter of fact, see, a lot of y'all in my fan base are pretty smart. So I'm going to ask you all this. Say you're an executive and you're trying to please everyone, but you try to play it safe. But hey, keep in mind, the overall goal is to please everyone. How do you please everyone? You can't. You can't please everyone. No, you cannot please the LBGTQ community, you cannot please the black community, you cannot please the Hispanic community, you cannot please the white community, you cannot please any of these communities without them all falling over on each other, and then after a while the story's not even there anymore, the whole reason why we're even making this movie. You know, and it just drives me crazy. I mean, at the end of the day, none of that stuff has bearing on the plot. I mean, if the person really wants to go after a certain love interest or a strong supporting character or in the end gain strength after having a moment of weakness, that's what makes it interesting. You know what I'm saying? And then chances are it's questionable whether the main character and that person end up together at all. But, you know, once you're throwing all these little bit pieces out here, and then you got one side of the community arguing, the other side of the community arguing, all this stuff argument, all these arguments are not helping anything. No wonder a lot of screenwriters are just like, you know, to hell with it, I'm not dealing with this. No wonder we're in the hole that we're in. And it's going to get even worse. 
just totally destroying any of our escapist entertainment. Like some at one point or another, like even with video games, even with comic books, even with you know television shows. At one time, it was an escape. It was to get away from the pressures and the idealism of real life sometime but now it's just oh no 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 we're gonna make crap hit the fan we're gonna go ahead and try to shoehorn realism into it and it's like don't you realize that i suffer enough on the daily i need to get away from that crap you know and like when i want to watch my uh superheroes from time to time i don't care who the hell they're laying with that has nothing to do with me you know like i'll take tell you this i'm a spider-man fan you know, an idea of a gay Spider-Man, why does Spider-Man have to be gay? Why don't you all just, I don't know, do something original and make a gay superhero and push that superhero, and while you're at it, give that gay superhero some villains that can kick his ass so it's interesting. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that in terms of gay bastion or whatever. I'm saying that in terms of this. Because the villain comes in and kicks the superhero's ass... That makes it interesting. And then the superhero has to come together and utilize whatever sort of skill is at his, his or her disposal to fight and defeat that villain. Sometimes through their own hubris or sometimes through another other method entirely. Then there's that whole thing between each other. A villain at best sometimes is a mirror version of the hero. You know what I mean? See, but the, the thing about that is I'm telling you that in terms of a writer. And I'm telling you that in terms of somebody who says, you know, there is room for that stuff. There's a market for everything. But you don't have to go ahead and try to take what's already established and then go ahead and just turn it into something that is unrecognizable by all parties. And then at the end of the day, you didn't even achieve anything. You just destroyed and established intellectual property. Congratulations. This is where I clap at you. But you know what? I don't want to do that. My hands are tired. The point is just this. We keep doing this play it safe kind of crap instead of just making genuine, strong stories. And I'm not even talking about sequels. I'm just talking about a strong story for each of these movies. There's no point anymore. And then you think about the billion dollar mark. The billion dollar mark. Oh, yeah, yeah. This movie has to make a billion dollars so Spider-Man can stay in the MCU. We got to go out and support it quick. Yeah, that's just a way for people to make extra money. That's a way for you to fleece more money from me just for another part about this intellectual property and all of these things. These guys go golfing on the weekend. You know what I mean? Sony, Disney, uh, Universal, Paramount, all these people, they eat together. Hell, some of them even sleep together. The truth is, is this. They, they act like they're competing, but they probably have a big love-in going on. And then they got the nerd to want to tell you, oh, yeah, yeah, we, we have a difficult with each other. We might go ahead and, and move stuff aside and, and pull your favorite hero out of the franchise. Ain't going to happen. Spider-Man's such a household name and everything else. It was going to make a billion dollars, just like The Lion King was. All of these things were going to make money anyway because they bank off our nostalgia. And you know it's true. And the sad part about it all is we, we keep rolling into it like i said before we all need to just stay home once in a while and then maybe maybe they'll start listening okay you can't go golfing without no cash but hey i've said enough anyway this is the j-man signing off i want you all to take it easy uh j360 uh let's see j360 radio live is going to happen friday and then the j-man show 110 is going to happen tomorrow so peace on out y'all laters
Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.